Okay, it looks like we're recording. All right. So, hi, I'm here with uh, Tommy Burrow today. He's the superintendent of schools for McLean uh, County Schools. And we're going to talk today about um, how we've responded as a district to the COVID-19 pandemic. So, Tommy, when all this stuff began early March, uh, I know that you were talking with the governor and other superintendents about uh, closing down schools and whatnot. Can you kind of take us through a bit how those kind of uh, early conversations went? Well, the first um, phone conference with all superintendents with the governor uh, basically went be prepared within a week or two to shut, you know, about a week to give a ready to shut down to possibly go to NTI. Well, the next day we had two days. I mean, we had one day at school on a Friday and we were shut down on Monday. So yeah, it didn't give us a whole lot of time, but uh, I think our teachers spent three or four days uh, at school getting things ready. Then we sent all teachers home um, to work from home if they can. If they needed to be at school, they stayed in the room and self-isolated and using the internet there but um it's basically the good thing about us we were already an nti district so we had some plans already in place it wasn't like i don't know 60 70 80 percent of the districts didn't have nti so they had to start from scratch and we were ahead of the game on that one and that that from that point on, it just as we go. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was like we had a meeting here on March 12th, I believe that Thursday, that said just be prepared. It could come down about any mm -hmm. time now. And then that night, the governor made the call, okay, we're going to close everything down. And March then we reverted day. Yeah. Yeah, so that Friday, we we're just trying to get prepared, get the kids prepared, because we knew we weren't going to see them again at that point for at least two weeks. Uh, yeah, it went from uh, to April to then to May 1st, then now to, you know, pretty much it was over after that. And we're doing virtual through graduation and on Friday. Yeah. So how's the planning process on your end been for like the graduation for our seniors and then even our promotion ceremonies for our uh, fifth and eighth well, grade kids? Yeah. The promotions and that's the principles. We, you know, obviously I've, I've, had a lot of virtual meetings with my principals and, and health department. We have a health coordinator that's direct line to the health department. Everything we do, we need to have that uh, person involved because we have CDC. Uh, we have the federal guidelines. We have the governor and state guidelines. We have health department guidelines. guidelines. So we, we're and they're all about safety and all about the what we have to do, social distance, masks, and 
everything else are in basically no campus interactions in our schools. Um, so as far as the graduation, we just got together and and I got with the high school and some leadership team of the high school and basically we just started talking and, and I got with the county judge executive. The main thing with our, you know, different counties have different setups. Our football field has no parking around it. It's up on the hill and to be able to social distance your car, nobody's going to see anybody because you can't get out of the cars. So nobody's going to see anybody walk across the stage on the football field. Plus the traffic of stopping our highway right in front of the school is it's a danger. So we couldn't do that. Um, so the next I worked with the county judge executive and called him and he was one of my former students. So it's easy to call. So I just, I just asked him that, what do you think about if we can possibly look to do in Meyer Creek Park where it's where they could drive around like a parade and with multiple multiple um back and forth when we had a virtual meeting with i think mr nelson myself and tara and county judge executive dame and we just planned out the the, the parade uh path where parents are going to come in because you gotta you gotta make sure you have sheriff's office because it's it is not our site. So now you're going to have to rely on the county, but make sure everybody's doing it right. So we have a sheriff department, uh, fiscal court, road departments. Um, our teacher staff is going to help, you know, do some help with the graduation. All kids will start the high school. We'll have the sheriff, our SRO lead and the sheriff in the back. They'll follow around and as far as the that part, that was a little easier to come up with and trying to develop what, what we were going to do for the kids to walk across the stage and get the video. Um, you know, the board and myself, and I think Miss uh, uh, Howard, we went in one day and got our pictures made on a green screen, and they're going to put us onto the picture with the kids after holding the diploma. And allowing the the main thing is you when you do this you have to set up a schedule for every kid and we had kids come four kids I think come and you're allowed two kids working with your health department because every plan we did we had to turn that in and and Deanna was right there working with Sally our, our, our health coordinator in the district and uh, and the health department look our plans. We had to change it once or twice because number one, kids had to come in through one door, then leave through another door. You couldn't go through the same doors and you couldn't cross paths with each other. So luckily we had enough or how our gym was designed. We got, we, we got that worked out where that worked. The high school did a wonderful job on that. Um, not an issue anywhere with not following the rules. They felt followed all the mass pro protocols. Uh, parents follow rules, not really much of, it, of an issue on that. Um, we, the main thing is this, we're going to do what's right. The hard part is making sure the community will do what's right because they don't understand. They want their, their prize position is what we hold and they want a traditional graduation. 95% of them are really appreciative because we have honestly 
celebrated these kids, this senior class, more than any other senior class. And in my 27 years that I've been dealing with, because I've been on high school and central office, and I deal with a lot of high schools at that point. And this is my ninth, in my 19th year as an administrator. So I've dealt with a lot of high school, uh, you know, 13 years as a high school principal. I've been in a lot of graduation. And we have celebrated these kids with a drive through picture parades around the school, the signs in the yards, the video, the, the video and the, the time it's took and the planning it's took, the money we have spent and probably surpassed the last 15, 10, 15 years of total graduations we put into this graduate, dealing with the community, with the judges, the sheriff's department, the parking. You know, I had, a, I had, a, since we don't own uh, Meyer Creek Park, I had to take out insurance for, through our insurance agents for us to say, okay, we're moved, we're going to be covered. And that's the only way Judge Zick, so we have to have our own insurance for that day. The liability insurance so there's a whole lot of planning to these things that people don't understand and also the main thing is you know there's still some group of parents that are really upset that don't matter what they want me to say i was at i'll, I'll calm it down a little bit screw the governor let's go on the football field let's do this i'm not wearing masks you know that's that's part of it, but we have to make sure that we follow our rules and the CDCs and the governors, the states, and everything else that we, because pretty much we take their money. And we're state so basically we're, we're doing what we can. It's just trying to make sure everybody else does. And, and, you know, it helps being off campus. Now it's, relies on the sheriff's department and not everything else we're going to do our part but we have no control of, of uh like we do on our campus we actually have more control on our campus than police officers do sometimes because i have reasonable suspicion they have to have probable cause all i need is somebody tell me somebody's smoking i can go and check your stuff they can't do that so we have actually kind of more uh, control on our campuses than police officers do but when we're off, it's all them. So, um, and like I said, those those four percent, three percent that been vocal and up, unhappy. You know, I it, that every decision maker is always going to be somebody that don't like it. That's fine. It's part of this job. Um, but I can guarantee you this: I, as I tell everybody, I guarantee you those juniors next that will be seniors this coming year will want to parade. So you know, it's just. It just it's just going to happen that way. So, um, as a parent yourself, mm -hmm. you know I taught your daughter this year. Um, how is this uh, remote learning part of it like? different uh from, from you know tommy burrow is superintendent and then you have to go home and you have to be dad and you have to kind of uh, well luckily I, I have uh, my wife's an educator and luckily 
Now you have my daughter. Luckily, she's a, she's a self learner anyway. I don't have I really don't have to push her too much, but uh, she she's been in the high school is a little bit easier because they've been through Summit. They've been on some form of uh, computers for a while. She don't she rather have a lot more in person lecturing, of course, but but she's. For less of that, I have a fifth grader going into going into middle school next year, and she wasn't. She's been on computers, but she ended up doing stuff, and I didn't have a whole lot of problem because we're right there. Now I can understand some parents saying this is a lot of work, and I really believe at the first of this NTI. We were trying to make sure we were doing so good that we were loading them down more more work than they ever they they got in a week in one day. So it, we we had to kind of say, hey, listen, you don't have to just make sure they're getting something, and you don't have to turn in something every single day. It's you know it's you let the kids breathe a little bit because I know you didn't give this much work at school on a Monday. I mean, so so I had to let the principals know back up a little bit let you know our kids are quit if they feel like they're overwhelmed just let them get some make them sure they're learning but also make it reasonable yep so now that we've kind of gotten through this kind of um you know we finished up the 2019-2020 school year we got graduation coming up on friday uh where do we kind of go from here? Um, I I've had a few of those meetings already. <laughs> uh, I'll just share. Well, this is what I said at the board luncheon yesterday. Basically, um, the KDE has given us a guidance for reopening document. It's 16 pages long. And the commissioner had a meeting after a board luncheon yesterday for two hours. I watched. They had more, I'll get back to you, don't have the answer, than they did answers. So that's how, that's how it went. Um, one thing they, you know, pretty much we could plan on multiple, multiple different schedules. And we're trying to plan for something we don't know what it's going to be like, um, what we're going to be doing. We don't know. But there's one the governor said you could plan for opening in July. I'm not going to do that. Um, here's the reason why we're our tradition. And the second one is a traditional calendar that we've already turned in. It's all we have to do. And you don't have to turn any more, but we have to plan for more to, and we have to prove them if we use them, but we, but we don't have to turn them in the state because you only turn in one at the beginning of the year. Then you turn another one in before June 30th of what you actually did the previous with all the snow. So, so basically, I turned in our traditional, which was supposed to be starting August 5th. That's early enough. I'm not going in June. Um, I told the board that this is, uh, I, I just don't feel like this was been a vacation. And if the people, uh, they need a break. Uh, so, in, and they still, most, a lot of people are home. They still haven't gone to restaurants. So basically, if it does start to open up, I'm not going to tell them they can't have a vacation in, in the middle of July or going some if they don't do something. Plus, it's just too early for us to plan on what's going on. They did tell us that we have to plan on every kid wearing masks. 
protocol of how we're going to what's going to happen if somebody just tests positive how we're going to have trace back all the people around what we're going to do um the other thing is we may not have to we may not be able to start till september or october do we start nti i mean i've always i have been saying i just got to watch more and more what's going on how do you social distance school there's no way i mean they say protocols you're gonna have to social how do you social distance in school um how do you feed the kids if they got to wear a mask they got to take off the mask you can't come to mass gatherings in the lunchroom but you got to do them in the classroom then they got to take off their mask then there's a lot of you can't do this without doing this it don't make any sense if you got and i'm in a, i'm at the feeling we got to wear a mask our kids got to wear a mask to school how do you keep preschool and a five and six year old keep a mask on i said and you're going to have some high school seniors is going to say i'm not wearing it well, i'm going to be dealing with this one now or the principals are and there's parents saying i'm not wearing one and my son don't have to either and if it's a recommendation how do you make me you know it, it, so it's going to cause a lot of problems. If there's masks, I'm more apt to say we'll start back on NTI. But I got to watch and see if they tell us, you know, we don't know if the it's going to spike in the fall, winter. Don't know. We may have intermittent. We're in a little bit, out a little bit. They also the, the, the statement is if we can't have a certain amount of number in, we have to social distance and our school doesn't allow us, our school doesn't allow us to have all of our kids there because we don't have enough room. How do you keep half the kids at home and half the kids at school and alternate their performance-based classes at home and in-person classes at school? How do you basically teach the kids at home, but you're going to have to plan a little bit more because Unless you, you know, we, unless we're, we're talking about possible getting pod cams for every teacher, maybe send it, uh, their lessons home, but you may teach one class only than anybody else has. So you, you may be in, you know, a freshman, say, social studies teacher's class, but you also may teach an AP class, but you only have that one class. Those APs not going to zoom in on you on your freshman civ class or, you know, it, it, it's a it may be easier for the elementaries or the um, middle school, but high schools, especially kind of classes in a lot of areas. Cause so the logistics, how do you pick up half your kids? How to, how do you um, feed the kids that are home when you, when you're feeding the kids at school? How do you social distance on the bus? Who checks the temperature as they get on the bus? I have to hire more, I have to make sure that now I hire more people to have a monitor on every bus. Um, <laughs> NTI is starting down. NTI is starting to sound a whole lot better than what we're <laughs> having to develop. But, but these are the meetings we're having weekly. Um, my staff here at the central office, we are going over this 16 page document guidance, which this, and here's how, here's how this goes. This KDE guidance for reopening is basically what's called a living document, meaning it could change at any minute. So what you plan for now, a week from now, it could change altogether. So somebody's in there typing it as it goes. It, it's, it's like a Google document that basically it's a living document. So, you know, anytime a CDC or federal or a new guideline comes out, it may change what it's in this document. So you're, we're planning for what may not be the same thing in a month from now um so it's 
Is it a headache? Yeah, it's a headache. But everybody else is in the same boat. But you just got to trust your staff. I can't do it myself. Uh, I have wonderful staff, wonderful administrators and leadership teams. That we just Well, the main thing is just plan early and plan, try to plan for all scenarios. I think you may have been on that first meeting that I shared. I don't know which one you were on, but I shared with uh, uh, the principals at the very first about the possible cohort A's and B's and what I was told. Was you on that meeting? Yes, I was. So, you know, as and, and if you really remember the shock the principals had, not many of the comments, they're like, I'm just kind of have to sit back and, well, that's what I had the day before. But since that time, we get together as a team here and the principals, we've been meeting on like Mondays at one and just start talking about a little bit of what, what you thought about. What do you thought about? Because each week we get something new because, you know, like Tuesdays, I get commissioner of education's webcast for two hours and it makes your head hurt as you, when you go home. But we're meeting together or we're going to meet as a group on a Zoom here at the central office to go over this 16 pages. Then I'm going to have the principals come back on Monday. No, Tuesday, because we're Memorial Day. Tuesday at one and kind of we're going to lay out some what we come up with to give back to them to bring back to their schools to start developing plans. So when I say it's a team effort, it is a team effort. And in, 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 if a person thinks they can do this themselves, and I remember the old uh, the swamp people, Willie, you say, good luck to you. Because um, you cannot, you cannot do this yourself. You got to trust people to do their job and and uh, and put people in the right places that can do their jobs. So, well, Mister Burrow, thank you for your time today. It's been nice getting to chat with you for a little bit about this kind of right. kind of where we're. <laughs> Give you a single answer, but if I give you this, what could happen, what will happen, maybe or maybe not. What we we just don't know because every day at you know four o'clock, we're getting the governor's news mm -hmm. conference, and it's something new every day. And it seems like you know, for a couple of days, everything's good, we're going. Right along, then boop, one thing will change, and it changes every, you know, everything else. So I can't even imagine how everything is going to change for you since, you know, those early phone calls in March to, to where it was two weeks, and then it was coming back in mid-April, and then it was May, and then we were just out, and then now trying to plan for Lord those what it's got to be well I just uh, i feel sorry for the seniors and the kids um i don't take anything personal because i know i would deal with everybody's personal uh, prize possession and just i feel sorry for them but they have been recognized and that's something i could go i could sleep at home um i mean we're we've done more than most Hopkins County is not even doing anything to possibly September. They they didn't do anything for them. Oh, so, because wow. the kids wanted to wait till September. Well, well, they're saying possible September, October to start. 
we may not be able to. So I rather gave them give them something yeah. to recognize every single one of them because it may be later I may have something. But once those kids go to school, colleges, they go to militaries, they once they get a taste of the real world, they're not going to want to come back. Some of them, some of them will. But I mean, I might have a half a class come back. I'll still try to do something for them. But what is it going to be like then? It's going to be a long time before we call normal. We get back what we call normal. I don't know if we ever will, but but as what we used to call it. But uh, uh, as a superintendent, it's, it's a new. It's a new. Uh, it's a, there's no book for this, but <laughs> this way. Um, and we're all living in, as you said, I said this many times to everybody that we are a living history lesson. And and basically, people are going to learn what to do, not what not to do with us. But that's that. Hopefully, we just we got to do what we think is best for the kids. Yeah. And the safety of the kids and everybody in our staff, because um, you know, if somebody comes checks in, check somebody out. You, you go. You, how, uh, you know? Do I have to purchase all the masks? Yes, I got to purchase all the masks for the kids. I got to purchase. What well, if a parent wants to come in and refuses to? I'm going to have to say no. You know, there's going to be a lot of different scenarios that um, we got to deal with. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you the rest of the way tr trying to figure all this stuff out with the rest of the admin yeah. team across the county. And uh, thank you for your time today. No problem. Good luck on your paper. Thank you, sir. All right. See you. See ya.